All right, that's live, so let's go. Pop quiz, hot shot. I want to ask you a bunch of questions. I want to have them answered immediately. It's not about money. It's about sending a message. And my notes. It's you who's in the hot seat, my friend. You want answers? Fucking talk to me that way, man. I think I'm entitled. You want answers! I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! What are you, an idiot? Don't call me an idiot, Dixon! I didn't call you an idiot. I asked if you wasn't an idiot. That was a question. <laughs> he got you there. If my answers frighten you, Vincent, then you should cease asking scary questions. You've got to ask yourself one question. Do I feel lucky? Well, do you, Buck? Absolutely right! And welcome, 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 welcome to BFE Quiz Night 8, The Fate of the Curious, I'm calling this one. If anybody gets the reference, bonus point for you. Uh, as if this is your first time, welcome. If it's not, we're, we're here to do what we always do. It's five rounds of quizzing, fun, entertainment, quizzletainment, if you will. And so I've got a ragtag motley crew of quizzing participants around the virtual round table uh ready to sort of throw down and first we have to introduce our reigning defending acknowledge him it's danny from it's a musical podcast danny say say ho introduce your pod all that fun stuff hello i am the current head of the table danny co-host of it's a musical podcast the podcast show where my wonderful fiance forces me to watch musicals i haven't seen before (laughs) There we go. How, how how many things do you really still don't have seen yet? Like at some point, surely you have to catch up to her a bit more in knowledge, or are you just going to play this gimmick out for all it's worth? I'm genuinely surprised that we're still going because we keep finding new musicals. Like obviously we're going through Disney as well. We do a little Disney retrospective series, but most of those I haven't watched since I was a kid. So, you know, we're stretching the Disney's gimmick a, a little bit. Disney's a freebie there. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Excellent. <laughs> What's come out that's new that you're into, Danny? What's come out that's new into, into, I would say theaters, but to North Americans, that means movie cinema. I don't know what you'd say. But anyway, what, what, what's come out new as far as musicals that's actually catching people's attention? I think, I mean, there was a, it's a soundtrack only, but the Goosebumps musical was amazing. And I'm desperate to see a full stage version of that. I think there's one in Chicago currently. Desperate, absolutely desperate for that to come to London. Um there was Andrew Lloyd Webber's Cinderella a year ago. Well, there was, yeah. It's not there anymore. No. Uh, Turn, it turned into a pumpkin, shall we say. It did, it did. <laughs> that was it that. Well, we, we do have to realize that the, the guy who currently is the king of the movie podcast quiz is a musical guy. Like, realize that. Like, he's like, he's sort of adjacent to his actual format. So uh, I, I think the film people need to step up and and starting with that is Stu from the Stu World Order Productions podcast. Introduce yourself, your pod. Any random thoughts? Uh, yeah, so I am Stu. I host the Stu World Order podcast where we review random comic book movies. I have my website, swoproductions.com, where we have new articles every single weekday. And over the course of the history of the BFE Quiz Night, I have gone from second place to third place to fourth place. So I am anticipating a very poor showing today. I will, I will try to reverse my fortunes. Should you finish fifth? I mean, I don't know if we can have you back on because there's literally... <laughs> 
the software the software only supports at least the free version which we're not at the position to pay for more than that um it only allows me to have five guests on so i think that's or 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 you're gonna bounce back up it's 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 one or the other i I gotta try you have to there we are uh thanks a lot Stu. uh joining us also we got pete from the middle class film class pete introduce yourself in your pod Hi everybody! Yeah, I'm uh, I'm Pete. I'm one of the three hosts of Middle Class Film Class. We're a uh, live to tape movie news and review show twice a week. We do news, we do f- fun movie stories, and then we do one deep dive review into a fun movie that we may or may not have seen. It's a good time. What's what What's the most recent deep dive on? Um, we're doing Pootie Tang today. I didn't. And I've even, never I've never seen it before. I didn't even know. Joseph. It was his it was his his pick. It's one of his childhood favorites. <laughs> And it was one of the hardest to watch movies I've ever seen in my life. (laughs) And I I watch a lot of weird stuff. The name of said film doesn't suggest it lines up with the word childhood favorite. I'd say, okay, young adult favorite. So I, I posted a I posted just a quick because I I was like, what is do do people like this movie? And so I posted a quick thing on the Facebook page. Anybody got thoughts on Pootie Tang? And oh, she's got. David Rosen from Piecing It Together, who is a friend of everyone, he's, uh, he says, I spent my entire 20s quoting that movie up and down. My license plate is the same license plate as Pootie Tang's Corvette on his actual car. So some people love this movie. It was, wow, something. Brandon's nodding, so I, I think he's got some, some, some background with it. Hands up if you've seen this film. If you're wow, I was not expecting Mindy's hand to go up there. I'll be 100 percent honest there. That's throw me, and that's the perfect segue. Let's go ahead introduce Mindy, but don't introduce your pod because you're one of the civilians amongst the only civilian amongst us today. I am. I'm the only person in the world without a without a podcast, but I am in Chicago. So if Danny and your fiance want to come here and see a play, I'll take you to dinner. So how's that? You can go watch Goosebumps. Uh, huh? Then go watch Goosebumps. Then go watch Goosebumps. Um, I have a long history with film, though. I studied it in college. Um, I watch just about everything. I've run meetup groups on it. And and so um, I just don't do podcasts because I can't figure out technology. So it's good to be here. And um, last time I played, I said I was going to win, and I came in last. So now I'm going to say I'm going to be the loser so that I'll win. So that's two people who are claiming last place. No one's really that hungry for the crown. It's a race to the bottom. Got to so, set expectations low so you can clear them more easily. Well, I'll tell you what. There's nowhere to go but up, and that's a good way to sort of pivot to Brandon from the Namely 90s film cast, uh, podcast. Sorry, Go ahead, introduce yourself and your pod. Hey, I'm Brandon from Namely 90s uh, podcast. We are a um, comedy nostalgia podcast uh, that goes through a month in the 90s each episode uh i do it with my childhood best friend and i'm usually the one bringing films to the table because he can't remember a darn thing about the 90s which is interesting as we are doing a 90s podcast you do not Um, look old enough to have a 90s nostalgia podcast my friend that's we that was our childhood so like we're we're learning things as we go but uh (laughs) you know um we lived the entire decade so that that's a point in our direction and uh this year we've kind of been doing monthly specials uh focusing on film and uh last one we did for august or this month was a league of their own so great film absolutely great a little film. long though once you you sit down to watch it yeah. it's not a short one no oh, sorry <laughs> and and what people forget about is that it is an entire 
two hours worth of a single flashback that she has just standing there watching her friends from the beginning. It's like Titanic. Wow. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of all circular <laughs> in its nature. I mean, yeah. But 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 what a flashback. I mean, come on. Oh yeah. Gina the Davis year of her life in five minutes. Gina Davis for about fifteen months was the biggest star in Hollywood. It was a strange it was it was a really weird time. But man, she was huge at them. I know that because I'm older than you and I can fully remember from the nineties and <laughs> how everything came across. So so there we go. Uh just a little uh thing. We got Debbie, friend of the podcast, neighbor of the podcast, saying hi guys. So, you know, you've got some you got some pressure on you now. So um as per usual, if it's your first time listening. Um, we, we, we do sort of arrange this so it's hopefully able to, to, to play along at home. People tend to rounds one through four anyway, for sure. I had this great idea for a round. I was like, this could be brilliant for like the seven people who watch it, but for everybody who listens to it afterwards, doesn't work for a, for an audio only medium. So I had to scrap that idea. But round one, which I'll never scrap, casting calls, casting calls. So, um, the way the first four rounds will work is I will give, there'll be, there'll be categories. Each category will have seven questions. We will ask all seven questions in order, naturally from one to seven. Uh, I will repeat each one as I do it. And then we will take up all seven. We're doing the honor system here. We trust that everybody's going to have, um, morals and scruples and all those <laughs> other words that means you're just not going to cheat and uh we'll sort of take that up so for instance in casting calls look i have to be 100 percent honest here my cat is with me i may ask oh. him for help okay <laughs> a lot of people having some cats joining them today um so for instance if you're playing home going on what's this first one it's casting calls i give you three actors or actresses who may have appeared well who not who may have who did appear in a film together and you then go ahead and tell me which film that would be so if i said frankie avalon john travolta olivia newton john the answer would be grace is frankie avalon right i'm just doing that one off the top of my head yeah. Yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah. He's Teen yeah. Angel. His last name's Avalon, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So there we go. So that's how you do it, except for I feel a lot more secure on these ones because I checked them as I wrote the list. So here we go. Movie number one Chris Evans, Anna de Armas, Ryan Gosling. That's Chris Evans, Anna de Armas, Ryan Gosling. Movie number two, Demi Moore, Woody Harrelson, Robert Redford. It's Demi Moore, Woody Harrelson, and Robert Redford. Film number three, Bill Paxton. Jamie Lee Curtis, Arnold Schwarzenegger. It's Bill Paxton. Jamie Lee Curtis, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Movie number four. Samuel L. Jackson, Danny Aiello, Spike Lee. That's Samuel Jackson. Danny Aiello. Spike Lee. 
Movie number five. Michael J. Fox. Richard Dreyfus. Annette Benning. Michael J. Fox. Richard Dreyfus. Annette Benning. Movie number six. Owen Wilson. Michael Keaton. Paul Newman. It's Owen Wilson. Wow. (laughs) Michael Keaton. Paul Newman. And finally, movie number seven. I think that may be the dagger in this one. James McAvoy. Sir Ronan. Benedict Cumberbatch. It's James McAvoy. Sir Ronan. Benedict Cumberbatch. All right. Neighbor of the podcast 2.0, Richard Bennett says hello. Hello, Richard. Mindy, didn't you say Richard was in the Harry Potter universe? Was that what happened? Was that you? That was me. Yeah, it was. That is my second favorite blooper of the quiz ever. (laughs) Not a British actor, my neighbor. (laughs) Who are three people who have never been in my kitchen? Um, That's a very old Cheers reference. Apologies. Uh, all right, so how do we feel? Are people feeling good? I feel like Georgia. So Danny's <laughs> lying. Danny's lying. <laughs> seven out of yeah. seven. Yeah, Danny's <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I just got all all seven. Oh, shucks, guys. I got seven again. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, this might be my lowest scoring quiz ever. Wow. I don't think I have one right. Six out of seven. Wow. It's always hard when I come up with these to go, am I measuring these? I tried to go through a bunch of different decades, all that stuff. But first one, Chris Evans, Anna the Armist, Ryan Gosling. The Gray Man. The Gray Man, currently playing on Netflix. Absolutely. Oh, I said Pootie Tang. No. (laughs) (laughs) I went to go tick it off on my sheet like I got it right, and I'm like, no, hang on. You can tick it if you want. Uh, Maybe maybe that's the only way we can get you to not win, is for me to go, I won! (laughs) (laughs) Marks! Uh, Movie number two, Demi Moore, Woody Harrelson, Robert Redford. Yes, Mindy. Indecent proposal? Yeah, how about I offer you $1 million for one night with your wife? Indecent proposal. Oh, I just got that on VHS. I was looking at the cover like I didn't know what this was about. Yeah, it's yeah. With the legs, like her legs, like on the poster. And it's like just kind of a point of view shot through her legs. And there's someone there. Really? I thought that was Basic Instinct. That's And The Graduates, the one is the famous one oh. from the side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but anyway, in this proposal, Robert Redford offers a million dollars for a night with Woody Harrelson's wife. Um, movie number three, Bill Paxton, Jamie Lee Curtis, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Danny. True Lies. True Lies, a film I've never seen. 
It's what? great. I couldn't That's remember absurd. what it was called, so I've seen Kindergarten Cop. Oh, really? I've seen oh. extracts. Like, I've seen a bit. Like, I've seen the bit where Arnold's like, pretend your hands are your lovers on your body. Like, I've seen that. And I've seen the bit yeah, where she's... not Arnold's voice in that scene. Is it not? And I've seen the bit no. where she's, like, hanging from the... Uh, from, from the yeah, helicopter but that's really it there's a that's, really that's, cool chase sequence with a horse yes yes yeah that's, that's the just one a great movie where his daughter is eliza dushku right yeah. Yeah. yeah when i was looking up a list eliza dushku was on the list yeah my f- favorite scene where a battery runs out of a van- camcorder ever <laughs> so good <laughs> Having done many video shoots, not of that, ver- well, I don't know if it's in the movie, but uh, doing promotional stuff, uh, I'm, I'm notorious for not charging batteries before I go out. And so uh, you can say it was a promotional video for uh, death, for death. OK, <laughs> uh, movie number four, Samuel L. Jackson, Danny Aiello, Spike Lee, Mindy, do the right thing, do the right thing. I'll tell you what, it's hot in the UK today. Because that whole movie was about a very hot day. Like for us, it's hot. You got to keep that in mind. It's all relative, oh, but sure. it's yeah, kind of like you guys are getting into the hundreds. It's not quite that right. It's ninety four, ninety five, something like that right Oof. now. But wow. you got to keep in mind no that good. you got to keep no in mind hot. the roads aren't built to withstand that heat, so they start to melt. I was in the trains yesterday. Oh, the train can go above twenty miles an hour for fear that it would set the electrics on fire. So like it was the longest train ride back from London ever. Listen to more on that on uh, Tuesday's episode where we talk all about the uh, the the adventure that was after the show. Um, movie number five. Oh, by the way, if you haven't seen Do the Right Thing, go see Do the Right Thing. Uh, Michael J. Fox, Richard Dreyfuss, Annette Benning. I'm guessing Mars Attacks. No, not a bad guess. It's one that we actually did on the pod a long time ago. I said Doc Hollywood. I no, that too. no, no. Uh, it's it's the American President. Oh wow! Wow, people. Michael I Douglas. Michael J. Fox was in. He that. plays the script. He has a great speech in it. But yeah, he's a little. He's a little side um, sort of character because I think at that point is uh, is, is is it Parkinson's he's got? Parkinson's, yeah, yeah, his Parkinson's was starting to affect, so he was doing. But man, that's an Aaron Sorkin written piece, and it's fantastic. There's a deep mm-hmm. cut from the '90s. Go ahead and check that one out. Yeah. Uh, movie number six: Owen Wilson, Michael Keaton, Paul Newman. Cars. Absolutely. Go animated. It's cars, baby. Wow. <laughs> Life is a highway. <laughs> yeah. And you, and, and you know what Cars is? Cars is just Doc Hollywood animated. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm being 100% dead serious. It's the exact same plot. I watched it at the cinema and went, I've seen this. <laughs> there's even so, a character named Doc. There's even a character named Doc. Look at that. <laughs> and then film number seven, James McAvoy. Saoirse Ronan, Benedict Cumberbatch. Deep cut. What was it? Anybody know? Atonement. Very good. Atonement is the correct answer. Wow. We did that on the pod. Did you? Oh, Atonement's a fantastic, fantastic film. One of the greatest uh, one shots ever. Yes, the bit where he's walking down the beach. A fantastic. Yes. I think that's how I came across Amazing. my radar. I saw that. It was nominated for an Oscar for cinematography, and I saw, I saw that long take, and I was like, oh, wow. Okay, there's something... Okay. And then, then I watched it, and I went, oh, it's like four different endings that are all possible. Oh, it's a great film. Yeah. Uh, we've got lots of, uh, of people. We got, we got Carlo wished everybody good luck. Looking very professional in your profile hey, picture there, Carlo. Carlo. Says, true lies is awesome. I will take your word for it, buddy. He's always, he's much more credible than I am. Um, Richard Benz says, car is great film. And uh, Richard and Debbie say they got two, and that's probably collaboratively. So how did we do here? Let us find out. Let us start with Danny. How'd you do, buddy? 
I got three. Three? Ooh. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Stu? Uh, four. Four. Uh, Pete? I have a five. Five? So, Mindy, did you get six? <laughs> three. Three? <laughs> and then, Brandon, how'd you do, buddy? I'm just going to go ahead and see myself out. I got a... Uh, oh, no, that doesn't work anymore. <laughs> you, you I, got I got skunked. Yeah. I got a zero. Zero. Okay. Well, well, I knew True Lies. I just couldn't remember the name. Well, I got to say, for the two of you who were pushing to try and get into last place, I hope you see there's competition. I think I'd really come on this when George is here. Competition what, makes me strong. Uh, Brandon, were, were you on... Was, was George's appearance the time you were on? Yes. Yeah, she's a nice security blanket. You go, okay. Yeah. No. <laughs> I don't feel as confident anymore. <laughs> what was her funny blooper? It was like the Heath Ledger. Or that was my that? sister, actually, who did that one. Oh, yes. okay. Where, where the, the very first person to guess a best actor. She was, was in like, last oh, place going it into it. Yeah. And it was, was best <laughs> actors at the Oscars. And she went, uh, she, she literally prefaced it with, yeah, I'm going to go with the easy one. Dramatic pause. <laughs> And then with all the confidence in the world, Heath Ledger. Yeah, all the air got sucked out of every single room as you just watched everyone like. Oh. Every, everybody was really polite not to react. And then she just disappeared from the screen. And I think it was. And then. Oh, yeah. And then I've, I've just been living off that sound clip forever. So. <laughs> Your ringtone. Oh, it made it to the end of year blooper reel we did for the show. It, oh, it keeps coming back. Absolutely. Uh, Carlo wants to reminisce on that. He says it was Kirsty's confidence that brought it. He must have been. He must have been on that one uh, as well. So excellent. So yeah. So I mean, um, Richard and Debbie, your two would put you in fifth currently. So it's not the end of the world. Uh, let's go on to round two. Round two. Uh, a I'm trying to think of an interesting thing here, but let's just call it location scouting. And unlike where I usually ask you, I give you the movie and say, tell me where it was set. I'm going to give you the name of a setting, either real or fictitious, that clearly links to just one film, I'm pretty sure. Just one film. You tell me what film was set there. Okay? So, for instance, if I went Rydell High, the answer would be Grease. Because it's... Or Grease 2, I suppose, I would have to give you on that one. So, But as long as it was in the Grease universe, I would give you that point. So That's a cinematic universe nobody wants. <laughs> Liam, will, Liam will stand up and argue the merits of Grease 2 forever. He really will. I love Grease 2. Like Genuinely, when we covered it, I had a great time, and we still play reproduction in the car a heck of a lot. But I don't need the prequel that's on, like, HBO Max or something. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, everything's trying to be a universe you can monetize, and yeah. I'm old enough to have seen Grease 2 when it was released at a drive-in in Iowa. Wow. Sorry, we'll save it for another time. Let's do it for America. That's a song, oh, right? Oh, it is. <laughs> it is. Like, everybody who argues the merits of Grease 2, I just always come back with that. I'm going, ah, I don't really know. Yeah. All right. Ooh, Rexy, you're so sexy. I should have done that. Um, first one. Setting number one. Charlestown. A neighborhood in Boston. Charlestown. A neighborhood in Boston. Boston. 
someone of the six of us has a plane going overhead, but it could literally be anywhere in the sort of hand Atlantic sort of world here. Who's got the plane? Me. Is it you? Okay. So maybe that's why I I could hear it better because because England's a a small place and I could hear the plane (laughs) as well. All right. Movie number two, a port called Tortuga, a port called Tortuga. Number three, the Central European nation of Sokovia. The Central European nation of Sokovia. While number four does appear in a few films that share kind of a universe, I'm looking for the one where it's the primary setting. The Quick Stop, which is a convenience store. The Quick Stop, which is a convenience store. Do unreleased films count? No. <laughs> because, <point>. because, it's <laughs> quite, because it's quite clear you know more about that than I do, and so to avoid looking foolish, I will say no. It's coming out in like a month. Number five, Shermer High School. Shermer High School. Number six, a yellow Volkswagen Type 2 microbus. A yellow Volkswagen Type 2 microbus. And number seven, again, maybe the dagger of this round. The Castle Anthrax. That was the Castle Anthrax. All right, reading faces would suggest you guys found this round easier than the last one. I'll just say that. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm reading my face. <laughs> Unless I get marked off for not uh, doing the subtitles again on number two. Uh, no, number two, you should be fine. Uh, number one, Charleston, a neighborhood in Boston. Yeah, Mindy? The town? The town is correct. Oh. Uh, we just had Reverend Bruce, BFF of the BFE, on the show doing the town with us uh, two weeks ago. Great. I'd never seen it. So it was actually the first one that jumped in my head when I was thinking about this. Number two, Brandon, why don't you do it for us? Tortuga. Uh, Pirates of the Caribbean franchise? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, it shows up on Curse of the Black Pearl, but then it keeps showing put, up I over put, and over again. So I put Curse of the Black Pearl. Yeah, it's fine. You're fine. Definitely got the Lonely Island in my head now for you saying that. <laughs> <laughs> it's just going on and on and repeat ever since you said Mystical Island Tortuga. When, like- when, when I discovered that music video, I watched it with my buddy for about, it must have been 10, 15 times on repeat and just, it was the funniest thing I'd ever seen. Yeah, it's so good. Lonely Island, Captain Jack Sparrow, give it a watch. I'm trying to get Drew to let me 
take over one week so we can do pop star never stop never stopping oh that's a great one yeah oh, ridiculous it's a, it's a, turtle in that movie too it's a one is it a great one yeah <laughs> mm. <laughs> uh. Um, I would much rather watch forgetting Sarah Marshall and talk about Aldous Snow if I wanted a fake pop star personally. That's just all me. three of them that and get me those two and get him to the Greek. I'll get him to the Greek sucks. <laughs> it, oh, it sucks, but it's so the fun. songs are fun. Like, the songs yeah. are fun. The songs are fun. I'll give you that. Um, sorrow. Um, number three, Sokovia. Is it Age of Ultron? Age of Ultron. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll take. I will accept Avengers too, but the correct answer is Avengers: Age of Ultron. I will not accept Avengers by itself. I trust you. Minions. Minions. I said Borat because I was hoping maybe you wouldn't. Know. <laughs> <laughs> that fictional land of Kazakhstan. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> not that all these mean Charleston's a real place, but yeah. Number four, um, the Quick Stop. I almost wondered if it was too much of a hint to say a convenience store, but nonetheless. Uh, Pete, why don't you go ahead and give it to us? That Clerks? Yeah, it's Clerks. Clerks 3 coming out soon. Clerks 3 is coming out soon. Hopefully it's better than Clerks 2. Clerks 2 was rough. It was bad. But they gave us us the the tuck and dance from sound. That is true. Oh, yeah. I I do really like their battle over um, which franchise is better, Star Wars or Lord of the Rings and the whole... Three movies of walking, drop in a ring. Yep. Just walk back. They're not wrong. Uh, <laughs> also, the scene where the guy's ordering the, the porn videos with the mom and the daughter there is <laughs> great. I was like, Kevin Smith's really critical of his camera work, and I think justifiably so. But there was this one thing they were, there was this one thing where the two leads are arguing outside, and they're doing this 360 degree pan around them the whole time. I was actually going, this is re- remarkable for Kevin Smith to actually have thought of doing this. So there we go. Uh, oh, just for backing me up. Thanks, Carlo. I said you're more credible than I was. Clerks 2 is terrible. So there we go. Um, Shermer High School. Shermer High School. From Shermer, Illinois. Is it the Breakfast Club? Breakfast Club's correct. Dang it. It is right? Oh, yeah, the Breakfast Club is correct. Pink. No. Queens <laughs> against the law. It's all in Shermer. Hang on. I might look that up then. Is Wait, Pretty in Pink? Yeah, yeah. That's what I was wondering if oh. if Breakfast Club was the only one that took place in that high school. It's what I said, but I didn't. Hang know on, hang on. I'm taking a look here. Uh, that makes more sense, though. They're in the high school the whole time. I was going to say that that's the one where they're they don't leave the high school the whole time, except the famous ending shot with Judd Nelson and his. It's. I mean, he's still on the football field. Yeah, yeah. You can't, you you can't have it about me. You can't have two Molly Ringwalds at the same school. I'm yeah, no, I've got. I've got this in Shermer, but it wasn't. They didn't call it Shermer High School. They only called it Shermer High School in um, in Breakfast Club, Ferris Bueller's Day Off, Sixteen Candles, and Weird Science. Dang. So there we go. I look forward to everybody adding me with their version of it, but we'll we'll, we'll see how that goes. I, I I'm impressed you you looked it up. I I was just no. Uh, I was like, you might have me on that one. You know, it's fair play. I had to go with John Hughes, didn't I? Uh, number. If I did like American Pie, no one would have known. That would have been the one I should have got. Well, it's not really fun when no one gets it. Mm. Number six, a yellow Volkswagen Type 2 Microbus. Little, Little Miss Sunshine? Sunshine. Little Miss Sunshine. What a movie. What a movie. And question number seven, very curious. Remember, you got this. The Castle Anthrax. It's 
Monty, Monty Python, Python and the Holy Grail. The Holy Grail. Yeah, Monty Python and the Holy Grail. I'll accept Monty Python and the quest for the Holy Grail because I make that mistake all the time. Um, but yeah, very good. Castle Anthrax. It's not a very good name, is it? I think it's a fine, <laughs> I think it's a fine name, lady. Yeah. Let me go back and face the peril. <laughs> no, no, it's far too perilous. <laughs> too perilous. I can I can do that one all day. <laughs> yeah. I've been a lifelong no, fan of I'm that film you. and doing spam I'm a lot ego. twice. I, I I'll be yeah. Okay. Um, I was on a trip in Scotland um, a few months ago. And it turns out that uh, we were going to go up one way and then loop around a different way back. And so we passed this this castle that we're told, oh, this was used in Monty Python. It's the, it's the castle where they uh, shout up and the French taunters tell them they've already got a grail. And <laughs> so we're like, oh. And then it snowed or did something and they had to close the roads to go the long way back. But it was back the way we came. So to make it up for us, they stopped at that castle for 10 minutes. And I couldn't help it. I did have to shout up a couple of lines from the film. Up a, and nobody got it. Like only the guy driving the bus. He thought it was great. But no. But I was like, I can't. I can't not. So I think I went, is there anybody else up there we can talk to or speak whatever it was? <laughs> he says they've already got one. But everyone else just thought I was just no, I just lost it. So it's very nice. <laughs> <laughs> I told him we've already got one. <laughs> All right. Let's see if you've got more than one, shall we? So uh, one to seven. How did you do? Danny? I got six. Hey, nice, nice, nice. Uh, Stu. Also six. Missed the first one and then swept. Oh, yeah. I thought it was the departed was the first one. It's the only thing I could Same. think of. The Boston. Oh. I, had, I had good wheel hunting. Uh, yeah. That's a good one too. All good guesses. Pete. I got six as well. Wow. Big round. I, I missed the Covia. <laughs> oh, there you are. Uh, Mindy. Four. Okay. I'm not worthy. <laughs> and uh, Brandon. Uh, five. I missed uh, Breakfast Club and the Boston one. Nice bounce back here. Uh, Debbie and Richard said themselves, they got three. Hey, well done, guys. Uh, that would put you on five points. It would, it would. Uh, we've got, uh, Debbie <laughs> says your mother smelt of elderberry. Yeah, your father was a hamster and your mother smelt of elderberries. And Carlos just laughing along. Thanks, Carlo. Uh, so, uh, in fifth place, aptly with five, we've got, uh, Brandon. Then we've got Mindy in fourth with seven. Danny in third with nine. Stu in second with ten. And Pete in first with 11 the precipice and you know what (laughs) and you know what we're actually reviewing this is spinal tap on sunday so there we are how's that for timely there we go Uh, this will come out afterwards so go back listen to us dude this is spinal tap i'm sure it was a lot of fun i've never seen it looking forward to it on your poll instead of like good great okay 11 oh i should I'll, i think I'll get, I'll, I'll get rid of great and just put 11 and just see if yeah. anybody gets the reference all right uh next one is sequences sequences where i give you two items that sort of start a, 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 tra- a trend i'll probably tell you what the trend is i just want to know what's the next item in that trend in that list whatever it might be so for instance if i said uh, i don't know high school musical one high school musical two <laughs> It'll be High School Musical 3, senior year. All right, that would be the answer. So, I was looking for something with Grease and couldn't come up with anything, so there we are. <laughs> Grease 1, Grease 2, High School Musical. Yeah, you're not wrong. All right, so we're doing the next movie, not the name of the I story. will let you know what the category is for each one. I got you. Okay, thanks. So, um, so 1979 brought us the Muppet movie. 
1982 brought us the great Muppet caper. What was the Muppets theatrical release in 1984? Again, it was the Muppet movie, then the great Muppet caper. What film was released next? It's not the Muppets movie we're covering this week. <laughs> which one? Which one are you covering this week? Treasure Island. Oh, hey, really? We just did the. Oh, you you commented on it, but yeah, you saw. We just did twenty elevens. What a lovely time! Oh, my soul was happier doing that. Uh, number two, first movie released by this group was Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Then it was Monty Python's Life of Brian. What was the third film called? Number three. In Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, the first child eliminated was Augustus Gloop. The second was Violet Beauregard. Who is the third child eliminated? Again, it was first child eliminated, Augustus Gloop. Second child eliminated, Violet Beauregard. Who was the third child eliminated? And you got to love these rolled doll names for characters. You just do. Number four. I'm going to count down from the highest grossing Tom Hanks films ever. His top grossing film ever was Toy Story 4 at $1.073 billion. Then comes Toy Story 2, $1.069 billion. What's his third highest grossing film? Number five, the first Mission Impossible film was directed by Brian De Palma. The second one by John Woo. Who directed Mission Impossible 3? Frances McDermott has won three Oscars for Best Actress. The most recent for Nomadland. Then three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri. But what was the first film she won an Oscar for?
And then finally, in Thor Love and Thunder, the villain was Gore the God Butcher. In Thor Ragnarok, the villain was Hela. Who was the villain in Thor of a Dark World? The spelling count. Nope, but I need the character name to be phonetically correct. Basically, Jeopardy rules apply as long as long as your consonants make this. Oh, you don't know Jeopardy, but as long as like if I were to read it, it would sound the same, and you haven't added in any extra syllables or removed one, you're fine. Cool, 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 cool. All right, I'm gonna guess this was closer to round one than round two, as far as people's confidence. Oh, I I legit. Until that last one, I could have gone over here. So. Really? Oh, wow. So I last time you got the first one wrong and then swept the rest. This time yeah. you sort of swept it all till the end and then went, <laughs> I got one. Possibly, possibly. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised anyway. Well, here's my problem. I really know classic films. So when you start throwing Marvel at me, I don't know what to do. Yeah, I tried to keep it fairly. Uh, it's just one, just one Marvel question. Conversely, conversely, only throw Marvel at me, please. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> I tried really hard to spread this one out. Um, so let's start in the 80s. Uh, the Muppet movie, The Great Muppet Caper. What was the third one? Is it Muppet Christmas Carol? No, that is was the mislead. Is it the Muppets Take Manhattan? Muppets Take Manhattan is correct. Oh. 1984. I wasn't sure if it was Takes Manhattan or Muppets in Space. Oh, Muppets in I, Space I is like 96. I put Christmas Carol. Yeah, Christmas yeah, Carol's ninety two. Ninety one. I'd have got Hanks Manhattan existed otherwise. Yeah, I, I sort of left that. Kind I only of. remember Muppets Take Manhattan because of Jason Takes Manhattan. We got a <laughs> we got a request here for DC trivia. Oh, uh, Justice, that's my roommate. I'll tell you what, he wants some DC he's, trivia. He's, he's DC We're going to be recording about an hour after I get off with you folks. I'm doing a, a little roundtable cinematic council podcast. I think Stu's joining me for that, actually, come to think of it. And I want to talk about the DC universe and some of the big headaches they've had in the last three oh, months. It's dead. <laughs> like, we have an entire cinematic universe. It's like some like ungodly creation that keeps getting like revived. Like just put it down. It does not. It's unnatural for it to be alive. Just read the room. <laughs> let it die. Are you going to talk about I'm the like Batgirl fiasco? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to yeah. talk about that. Okay. We're going to talk about a bunch of stuff, but that's part of it. Yeah. We have cool. an entire segment on our show that's uh, Ezra, Ezra Miller Watch 2022. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like Ezra Miller's got to be brought up. Be sick. The one-man crime spree. I'll tell yeah. you what. Is there anybody more thankful for Will Smith than Ezra Miller? That's all I got to say. <laughs> <laughs> well, haven't they just been post, like, posted for bail? I don't know. I, I was reading that the ET are this close to finally abandoning it. It all depends on how yeah, they... Very close move forward we'll see i just wish i had 95 million dollars to throw away and go yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, carlo's gonna be joining joining us for that and he's uh he's already looking oh, forward yeah. to that look at that excellent there we are love talking some movies with carlo uh let's go back to the the round shall we monty python and the holy grail monty python's life of brian what came next mindy meaning of life yeah monty python and the meaning of life uh, meaning of life by itself just as good i did say the I whole thought- thing that's fine. I thought that was their fourth movie, but it was the only one I knew the name of. No, nah, so that's it. Just the three. Yeah. Okay. Um, the way they used to write movies is they'd write it, they'd put it away for six months, they'd rewrite it, they'd put it away for six months, they'd do like three or four times over, and the only one they didn't do it on was Meaning the Life, which uh, Michael Palin says with, with great frustration, 
you can tell. And he says it's because John was bored that we, that we made it six months earlier than we should have. And I think you can see it. It's not quite there yet. Didn't uh, they do Jabberwocky too, or was that something else? That was one of the crew, but it wasn't the whole group. To get, I think it was like just Terry a Terry Gilliam, Gilliam, um, Gilliam thing. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, Augustus Gloop eliminated first. Violet Beauregard eliminated second. Who was eliminated third? Veruca Salt. Yes, not just a 90s band, but also a uh, the answer to that one. Yeah, Veruca Salt. I want it now, Daddy. I want it now. <laughs> I, I had a question about that. Does, uh, doesn't Charlie Bucket get eliminated at one point? He does, but he's come? fifth. Dang it. He gets eliminated yeah, after everybody else after is, that, is yeah. gone. Yeah, you lose. It's been Good so day, long. sir. Good day to you, sir. <laughs> yes. You get nothing. You yeah. stop <laughs> the thing drink. Why, why did they remake that? I just don't get I it. I don't know. Oh. Well, you know, though, originally, The Rock was supposed to be cast as Willy Wonka. In <laughs> Stop it. Well, I want that so much now. <laughs> well, talk, I mean, well, we're gonna, I'm gonna, I want to talk about the CCP, but there's rumors that for Aladdin 2, The Rock's going to take the uh, the genie, genie role. Oh, wow. Because when you what thought, who's the only one who could do, and we all want Will Smith, what a great choice, because Robin Williams obviously can't do it. Will Smith, yeah. what a great fresh new role. Now, if you want to go, okay, who's that other guy who's like uber charismatic, and it doesn't really matter. Yeah, it's The Rock. It's absolutely the right call. No, 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 no. Plus, you have he doesn't to have to bulk up for the... Where- he takes kids into where he's making the candy and he just says, do you smell what the wonk is cooking? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, the, the correct answer for Genie is a Ricky Gervais. Yeah. yeah deprecating, berating his master the entire time. If it was animated, <laughs> sure, but if it's live action, <laughs> you want know, David Brent to walk out like, <laughs> and do his little dance? No. He's in extras, so I, I could see it. <laughs> uh, <Beyonce> Wonka. <laughs> uh, top grossing Tom Hanks films. The top, I said, was top Toy Story 4. Then came Toy Story 3. What was the third highest grossing Tom Hanks film? I said Forrest Gump. Good guess. Not correct. Yeah. Oh. I just said Toy Story because I thought the first one's been re-released so many times. Mm. It might be that one. Unfortunately not. No, no, no. You're going to kick yourself because it was that big of a deal. The Da Vinci Code. Ah. Uh, yeah. That's one of his worst films. Well, yeah, it's, Dan Brown was it had the height. I mean, no. Uh, yeah, that's true. The no more. one answered Philadelphia, which is probably one of his best films. <laughs> but you just go. Uh, big. Um, Splash was his best film. Oh my word! Please, I watched Splash the first time like a year and a half ago, and what a terrible movie! I think we're not talking enough about Turner and Hooch. I love Turner and Hooch. You can see the great actor is in there in Turner and Hooch, and he's op- He's better opposite Hooch than he is opposite Daryl Hannah or Shelley Long in his early films. Take that for what you will. Uh, Mission Impossible 1, directed by Brian De Palma. Number two, I could have told you two was John Woo. Uh, I'm not sure until I looked it up. I kind of told you who number three was. Anybody? It's J.J. Abrams. It is J.J. Abrams. Good old J.J. Right. I said Michael Bay because I didn't know. It's like the same thing. Blowing up, and there's a lot of guys in there. He doesn't. Michael Bay doesn't do characters. He just does people staring and things blowing up or lens flare. Yeah, Yeah. that's J.J. and lens flare everywhere. Lens flare for Bay. Um, Francis McDermott's Oscar wins. Moving backwards, Nomadland, three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri, and then Mindy. 
Fargo? No one knows. No? Fargo. Yeah, Fargo. Oh, okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> what? No, that's just, that's just a BFE I was deep. I about to say, who did she play? No, that's just a BFE deep cut there. <laughs> uh, yeah. We did Fargo once. It was great. Uh, love Frances McDermott in everything. She's just great. Fabulous. Yeah. yeah. So fabulous. And then number seven, the obligatory Marvel question, which uh, everyone's been really cool about so far. Uh, Thor Love and Thunder was Gore the God Butcher. Thor Ragnarok was Hela. Stu, you said I only ask you Marvel questions. Who's the villain in Thor of a Dark World? Malekith, the Dark Elf. Yeah, I'll settle for Malekith. That's enough. I said Loki. Nope. Because that's the only name I know. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> no, Malekith. So, uh, yeah. Uh, Danny, I'll leave it up to your own discretion if, you, if you've met the brief on that one. I'm M-A-L-E-K-I-T-H. I'm happy. Malekith, yep, you're fine. Uh, okay. Oh, so Good old Christopher Eccleston, isn't it? It is Christopher Eccleston. Nice Very good. Yeah, he he. Christopher Eccleston complained a lot at the end of that, saying they left a lot of what he was trying to do on the cutting room floor. But Eccleston also complains about everything he does. Everything, yeah. <laughs> like what was it, the second episode of Doctor Who had barely aired, and he said he was done. I'm like, he just clearly doesn't play well with others, which is a shame because I really rate him as an actor. But I think it has limited him as uh, and his sort of um, well his career. How big he could have gone. Although if you hear the shenanigans behind the scenes of that first season of Doctor Who, can you blame him? Uh, right. Probably not. But there is a trend. It's like this is the only incident yeah. in his career. That's the thing. So That's I think it's true. a Venn diagram of crap. But it allowed him to do such great movies such as G.I. Joe Rise of Cobra. <laughs> <laughs> Go check out Shallow Grave. Shallow Grave is amazing. And he's oh, great. Oh, that's the best. He's ever, great. Ever. I like him in Let Him Have cover It. it on all your podcasts. It's so good. Shallow Grave. It's up there. It's up there. We haven't done it yet. That's a musical one. That would be weird. Yeah. Uh, Danny, how'd you do on that round, buddy? Uh, I got six. Wow, good job, I you. I on um, Toy Story um, for Tom Hanks. Uh, Stu? Uh, you know what? A lot of successful guessing. I got five. Hey, wow. How many did Danny get? Okay, I need five for that. All right. Oh, crap. I've told them all. I did really, really badly. <laughs> I, I got it. I got it. <laughs> Pete, how'd you do? I only got three this round. Okay. Mindy. I'm like Pete. I got three. Okay. And Brandon. Very unsuccessful guessing. I got one. One. Ooh. There we go. Uh, just look at some. Uh... Did anybody get the Tom Hanks one? No one got the Tom Hanks one. So I don't know what Carlos told me to cut the rope on that crap about. I don't know if that's a, if that's a reference. I don't know. There it is. Uh <laughs> There was a guest for Castaway. Thanks, Excellent. Richard. Not already go. Um, Debbie love Turner and Hooch. Yeah, Turner and Hooch is all right movie. Not enough Joe versus the volcano references. Hey, I love me some Joe versus the volcano. I do, I do, I do. A brain cloud. Yeah. Uh, and then I don't know. Best M. What does that mean? Best M. Best M I. Mission Impossible. Oh, Mission Impossible. Yeah. Oh, I see the colon now. There we are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> three three is the best uh, what three is not the best one uh the best one's yeah, absolutely not best one's ghost protocol although not much it doesn't have a story but it's the best one right does carlo also do a podcast yeah carlo does the movie loop bless him movie loop oh okay yeah carlo um, lo, 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 lo. Aladdin. <laughs> i don't know what he's saying there he's just naming things now I love lamp. <laughs> uh, Brandon, there we go. that too. We should get to play the genie. Let's get Steve Carell in his brick. 
and he can oh. just all right. Brick. All right. It's Brick Tomlin. Yeah, I love Lamp. Uh, let's go ahead and oh, I, see, I don't like Anchorman. Let's go ahead and jump through uh, the standings really quickly. Brandon still preventing the race to the bottom with six <laughs> points. Uh, Mindy in fourth with ten points. Then it's really tied at the top. Third place we've got Pete with fourteen. Only one point behind Danny and Stu, both with fifteen points. As we go for a new round, he said, he said, he said. Um, No singing this time. No singing. But I'm going to, I've got a new performative, um, performative um, element. It's called Caveman Movie Review. And so for Caveman (laughs) Movie Review, I will private message you the name of a film. You then have to explain the movie so, so other people can guess it, but you can only use one-syllable words. Got it. You That's may so not fun. use any names of characters, any names of actors, or any words in the title of the film. So, for instance... So, so you've played poetry for Neanderthals? Yeah, basically, I'm stealing this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I stole this from a different show that did something like this a, for wrestling, and I went, I'm, I a, I'm nicking I this. Blow up, I need a blow-up club I can hit this <laughs> And no miming, no miming. Um, so, for instance, if I went Big Boat Sink, Titanic. hopefully you would go Titanic. Or if I went King of Rock and Roll, Elvis. There we go, Elvis. So if someone guesses yours correctly, you will get three points. If you oh. guess someone's correctly, you will get three points. Okay? So both the guesser and the guesser. Or do we just pick, like, one phrase? Or is it, like, You go. Or- it's like charades. You go until okay. either you break a rule, at which point then I cut you off and you get zero points. And I will finish your um, movie review so that someone can still hopefully get it. Uh, I have some, uh, I've literally got uh, 12 different films. Each person will have one go, but just for some randomness or in case someone goes, I don't know that film. I try to choose. Me no, no no film. (laughs) So uh, that will be how that will go. Uh, I guess we'll just go around in in the order we've done everything else. So Danny, I'm going to head to you first. I need a number from one to 12, buddy. Um, give me three. Three? Okay, great. Uh, while, that's going, like, while that's going on... Multiple times? Uh, sorry, that's a great question. If you think you yeah. know and you want to answer, sort of buzz in by saying your name. So in this case, it'd be Ian. Danny. I'll then go, yes, Ian, you, 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 uh, you have a guess, and then you'll have your go, but that's your one shot. And if you don't get it, you're done. Oh, got it. Buzz in with your name. Buzz in with your name and wait, to be, have, wait to be verified. I have single-syllable names. That's so right. You got mine, on an edge. Mine pops. <laughs> I guess I'll be Mind. Mind. I'll be B. Um, <laughs> so this round will require a little bit of me messaging a couple of things out to a couple of people. So all that's going on, what I did last time was quite simply flog your pod a little bit. So, uh, Stu, while I'm sending this to uh, Danny, why don't you flog your pod a bit? What, what, what have you done recently? Sure. Uh, our most current episode, I think, just came out yesterday. It is on Dick Tracy from 1990, which is so much better of a movie than I remembered. Like, we're talking an upper tier performance by Al Pacino, who does nothing but upper tier performances. But Jesus Christ, did I enjoy him in that movie? He was absolutely delightful. And I did that with uh, We Watched a Thing, for B. Dizzle from We Watched a Thing. He was my guest. He drew Dick Tracy, and we watched that. 
uh, as a kid, I hated Dick Tracy. I've never bothered to go back and give it another watch. Terrifying. Like terrifying. they gave that, the that movie the same level of um, marketing as they did Batman, which came out the year before or the year after, one of the two. Oh, that movie, Dick Tracy wants to be Batman. Yeah, it does. So it, it, it does. Yeah. And, and they used the same marketing campaign in the whole nine yards. And I went, this isn't, no part of this as a kid was I like going, no part of this makes me want to watch that. Like, no, this is just an old man in a yellow suit. Yeah, Dick Tracy walked so Sin City could run. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Very true. Danny, have you received your uh, clue? No, I haven't. Really? No. Yeah. How are you sending it? Via I'm sending Twitter it via Twitter. via Twitter. So, Danny, you need to check your, your Twitter direct message. Right. Hold on a sec. Let me load up Twitter. Um, <laughs> Sorry, I, I must I, have, I must have explained it that well. Started just on a system you know oh that's fine yeah um (laughs) didn't want to possibly see something okay um yes i have got it so i cannot say names of actors i can't say basically names of behind the scenes people or anything i've just got to describe film yeah basically keep it plot centric and avoid using any of the words of the title okie dokie all right Um, as you will angry Army. Sorry, you're already out. Ah, no! Army. Okay, ready? I- I'll try and take Sorry. over. Milk scene. Gun, shoot, drink, milk. Um, hmm. The Last Jedi? Jew kill bad man. Oh, uh, Pete, Pete. oh, B. Inglorious, yeah. Inglorious bastards. <laughs> yeah, Pete, was that you first there? Yeah, that was me. Yeah, Pete. Pete gets the three points. Well done, Pete. I can't believe I messed up so quickly. You literally went. It's, it's almost as bad as curses. You got it? Yeah, I got it. Angry. And <laughs> 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 oh, my brain is melting in this heat. It is. It is very warm. <laughs> Uh, all right, so next up we've got um, Stu. Stu, so uh, give me a number between 1 and 12, Stu. You can't do 3. Uh, 1. 1, done. All right, while that's going on, Pete, go ahead and flog something for us, would you? Sure. Um, I'd like to think that our show is pretty fun. It's pretty funny. We uh, we repeat or we uh, reward repeat reviewers. So um, people who listen in a lot, we do a lot of callbacks, a lot of kind of running gags and fun segments like we have the ezra miller watch we have our streaming picks section we have uh last year i did the quest to watch 500 movies in a year so we made a whole segment out of that it's a lot of fun and uh, i'm just going to run through some of the movies we reviewed recently we did tank girl which was terrible um miami connection which was a, a blessing um we did blade runner 2049 from denny villeneuve uh come and see which was uh, life-changing for me um, we go everywhere from, uh, you know, Georgia, the jungle and the original space jam to American psycho. There will be blood and everywhere in between black dynamite, uh, MacGruber, all kinds of goofy stuff and fun stuff and serious stuff. It's, it's a good time. So, and we recorded all live to tape with sound drops and intros and all that stuff. So it's, it's fun. And we actually have listeners who will call in do segments if it's a listener pick that we've uh, landed on our wheel they call in and can give us their little spiel as to why or write in if they're shy and it's it's a good time it's called middle class film class there we are thank you very much um 
That's a lot of good stuff you got there, and a lot of a lot of weird stuff I never would cover. Jeez, I mean, uh, I forget what that first one you said was, but I was like, "Paint girl." That was it. <laughs> that, was a li- that was a listener pick, and we we shredded it. We ripped it to parts, and the listener who chose it wrote in and said, "We apologize." But sorry, Chris, we hated your movie, and he said, uh, "You." you made the mistake of me thinking that I like these movies. I wanted to torture you. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes the, sometimes the bad films are, you might not enjoy the film, but they make for really good episodes. Yeah. That same listener also had us watch antichrist. I was going to, Oh, this is wow. just random words to me. I never heard of this. Um, wow. That's a rough one. Uh, yeah. that's, that's, uh, yeah. Come and see is too. That was my pick or Joseph's pick. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, that was a, uh, yeah. Some all, rough stuff. all right. Stu, are you ready? All right, Stu, the floor is yours. Bug in rock, make old things come back. Oh, Danny. Yeah. Jurassic Park. It is Jurassic Park, so that's three points to Stu and three points to like Dinosaur, reptile, lizard, all multiple syllable words. I had to get around that. They did. That was good. Much better than me. (laughs) Except Danny is two syllables, so does he... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he's all right uh um pete what do you uh from one to twelve can't do one can't do three four oh, okay all right mindy tell us about your cat or anything else you feel like talking about <laughs> well, i actually you know you can uh i'm on i'm monty's mom on twitter and i'm actually considering starting a a, a private film discussion group i'm in chicago so it would be central time so if that's something you're interested in um please hit me up on twitter um i used to run things through meetup but it's getting ridiculously expensive so um i'm just kind of getting names and people i've met from other places and i tend to do more of a, a an analytical deep dive uh in my discussions so I'll give you some background and, and we tend to do more of the classics and I'll let you know about the, the history of the film. And um, so I want it to be a teaching experience as well as a, uh, as a discussion. And my cat, his name is Monty. That's why I'm Monty's mom at Monty Chicago. Cat. There we go. So <laughs> I don't even know what meetup is, but it sounds expensive. Oh, meetup is a, is a website where you can start your own um discuss you know group tennis group pool group whatever but they charge the person who is running the group so you have to pay two hundred dollars us whoa and everyone who joins doesn't have to pay so now that with a with a professional zoom account we're talking four hundred dollars a year and it's just you know yeah wow meetup used to be free back when i used it It, i know it was it's it's so um everyone's trying to monetize it Right. Yeah. Just run it. Just just everyone download the the Sims, and you could just run like meetings in the Sims or Animal really? Crossing for free. Okay. No, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> don't listen to me. I'm an idiot. I am curious if you don't mind telling. Are we? I know two of you are in England. Is everyone else in the states? Or right. yeah. Okay. So there we go. Um, are you ready, Pete? Yes, sir. All <laughs> right. Okay. Uh, I'm. Okay, I saw Mindy yeah. muted herself. I was going to be like, if you want to jump in and you're muted, that's going to cause a problem. Okay, anytime you're ready, Pete. Okay. Kid friend with old man. Mindy. Mindy? Big? Nope. No. Mom likes son. 
Oh, Danny. Yes, Danny. Uh, Back to the Future. Back to the Future's right. right. <laughs> I also had a white guy. Uh, I was like, walk, I was like Bob likes the sun. I was like, yeah. <laughs> about a lady who tans it. a lot. <laughs> I was workshopping that one out, actually. I was explaining the round. So I think it was George on the trip. And I think I went with uh, mom want to kiss son. Yeah. Son no like. <laughs> That's a bit in poop. Yeah. I was going to say, if Sun like, then there's a Louis Mal film that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> or a lot of a lot of Nicholas Whining Refn stuff too. Yes. <laughs> uh, Mindy, that brings you up. Uh, one Alrighty. to twelve. Can't do one. Can't do three. Can't do four. Ten. Ten. All right. Uh, Brandon, why don't you go ahead and uh, flog your pod? Uh, sure. Yeah. Um... You know, unlike the rest of you guys, we're not a completely film podcast, but we do talk a lot about movies that occurred in the 90s. And like I said earlier, our uh, new monthly specials are on focused on movies that kind of correlate with what's going on in the world. Like League of Their Own has a series on Amazon that came out this week, uh, which is why our latest episode was on League of Their Own. We did Independence Day on the 4th of July. Uh, We started with... uh, I think we did Leprechaun for St. Patrick's Day, which we had never seen before, and it was that was rough, um, but fun. Jennifer Aniston's first big film. Scheduling, and, man, scheduling's half the battle. If you can do if you can do that right, it actually works out really well for you. Oh uh, yeah, we did the 25th anniversary of Romeo and Michelle's High School Reunion, which I absolutely hated. It was it was the most bland movie I've ever seen. What? I remember watching that when it came out. That's absurd. <laughs> I won't oh, man, stand for fun. it. Uh, and uh also every week we do a little comedy segment i call name me 90s minute where we try to fit the plot of a film tv show uh or piece of pop culture in uh in a little over a minute uh we did league of their own this week fight club last week uh the episode called harley and uh poison ivy um or harley and ivy from batman the animated series uh to coincide with the Harley Quinn release uh, season three on HBO Max. Um, don't know why I'm giving all those plugs because I'm not getting money for it, but it was fun. <laughs> there you go. HBO Max seems to be a one stop shop great, these days. By the way. But you won't see Batgirl there to find out more about that on the CCP. She is in the show. She's she on the show? The show. Yeah, but yeah. Not, not, not that Batgirl. No. No. Yeah. Um, Mindy, how we doing? This is a rough one. I'll give it a try. All right. I've seen this for a while. Okay. Plain, con, true, crime, chase, run, cash. Catch Danny. me if you can, Stu. <laughs> oh, um. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to give Mindy the three points for getting it right. For someone guessing it. Okay, but what did I do? You didn't do anything wrong. Stu gave the answer and then decided to say his name. Oh. <laughs> uh, which prevented me from going, yes, yeah, Stu, because Danny also was trying to get in there as well with his hand yeah. up. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to give Mindy the three points for someone getting hers right. I'm going to do an alternate one um, so that there's still a chance for points. And Mindy, you can go ahead and guess this one if you want as well. Oh, uh, okay. Give me a number from one to 12, people. people. 12. 12, done. Man, life, fake. Wife. Dan. Danny. Human shark. That's right. Uh, nice. Wow. I like how Danny raises his hand also. <laughs> 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 
This one. <laughs> you can, you, you can, In case you, people are listening, they need to see. You, you, can, you can tell he's a teacher. <laughs> yeah. Very polite. All right. So there we are. Uh, last one will be uh, Brandon. Number between 1 and 12, please. Can't do 1, 3, 4, 10, or 12. 5. 5 it is. Uh, Danny, go ahead and flog your pod. So yes, we are It's a Musical podcast and we talk about musicals, not just on the stage, uh, but also film. So we're covering covering a range of Disney from the very first animated Disney film all the way up uh, to whatever the latest Disney film was. But we also, we go to the theatre and we talk about live shows. So we went to see uh, Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat uh, last week. And we're also heading up to the Edinburgh Fringe Festival where we're going to see a few musicals and discuss those there. Uh, we'll discuss everything regardless of where, when it was filmed, uh, if we can find pro shots. We talk about the pro shots. Uh, some of the shows we cover multiple times. So if I've seen Into the Woods as the Disney film with Johnny Depp, we'll go and we'll watch the uh, live pro shot version of the original Broadway cast. It's the medium that keeps on giving. It is. I was in Into the Woods once. I did the Johnny Depp part of The Wolf. Oh, I'd love Actually, to see that. It's a long, it's a long show. I'll say that much, yeah. especially if you're The Wolf and you die. Like, I'm like, can I just go home? And like, no, we need you for the Act One finale. I'm <laughs> like, I, oh, I'm dead. I don't need to be in the Act One finale. What was your costume like for The Wolf? Because one of the version, the original version, wasn't anatomically correct. Oh, I've, I've heard. I've, they wanted me to do that, and I went no, only because um, the, the girl playing Little Red Riding Hood was a, was was a girl who I had taught previously. Yeah, that's a good shout. And I felt that was just overstepping that. I mean, every, she was like nineteen or something at that point, but I was still like, it just it just feels a bit weird. Let's keep it all kind of thematic but not yeah. but not spacey esque yeah yeah so <laughs> there we are let's not bring that house of cards down on myself shall we so oh, oh there we are <laughs> all right last one brandon are you all set buddy uh yeah okay as you will queen fake duck freddy oh Stu. you're out okay you can still uh, guess dude what do you got Bohemian Rhapsody. Bohemian Rhapsody. You'll, so you'll give it three points. Words. Pardon me? Was there supposed to be a list of words I couldn't say? I said you couldn't name any names. Uh, I said you can't do any two-syllable yeah, words. That's, so Freddie loses on both. <laughs> Let's do get the point since he got a, a, yeah. a name clue. He got the same name clue everybody else got. So, yes, Stu can still get oh, his okay. points for that. My I was going to say, I'm, I'm salty about Catch Me If You Can, so I better get this. <laughs> yeah, no reason to be salty by cash if you can. There was a very specific buzzing <laughs> rule I established. Uh, all right, See, I would have gotten it right, but I follow the rules. So. There you go. <laughs> so uh, we've got uh, Stu ended up actually being the big winner for the round, though, with nine points. So wait, is that right? I got nine. Hang on, hang on. It's Danny got nine. I got that wrong. Danny got nine. Stu and Pete both got six by my count. Mindy got three, and Brandon is a goose egg, buddy. Mm, I forgot the I forgot the rules by the end of the time it got to me. <laughs> what the same rules we use for everybody else when they were on? Honestly, you said Fred. Yep. Okay, Doc. just check it. Thinking a documentary on a Fred? No, it was he said he said Queen Fake Doc. I think he said. I, I thought he said Fake Duck. 
I was thinking. Uh, I was uh, fake duck too. <laughs> yeah, I was fake duck favorite. I, I, yeah. Is she a duck? All right, yeah, so one round left to go. One round left to go. Uh, Debbie said that they got two right. That's cool. Not easy. I'll keep the leftover ones for another time. I rather enjoyed that one. So uh, you can't people yeah, sing. Fun. Definitely, like definitely that. bring that back. Okay, great. Yeah. That I mean, the singing's coming back. So get used to that because that's going to happen. Singing, the singing know. was great fun. I just thought. So you can we should do a dance, dancing one next round. Well, the hard part is, is yes. it's, it's, well, I do release this on an audio format, so it really makes it difficult. <laughs> that's called, that's called, because uh, I was going to do a round, which is basically, it was basically going to be like, like, like Pictionary and it was going to be, I was going to call it dollar store movie poster. And, uh, but then I realized, oh, I that. then I realized that's, that's not very good for an audio format. <laughs> so, no, brother, that's how you get people onto the Facebook page. Is that, yeah. Or yeah, you, go, you go back in and you dub over what the uh, images are. Oh, he's. Uh, I may say, walk me through what you. I don't know. Or just to the Twitter page. Go check out the Twitter page. Here it is. Dan um, raises his hand. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, we got Brandon in fifth place with six points. We got Mindy with 13, Pete with 20, Stu with 21, Danny with 24. <laughs> It's it's an audio medium. I should mention that Brandon literally has his head in his hands, <laughs> or at least he did. Head in hand. <laughs> There's my picture. Brandon has head in hands. It's a it's a it's a. We are the illustrator of the mind when you have a microphone on on a podcast. So that's what we're doing. So, but it's not all over yet because we have round five as always the eliminator the eliminator where i provide you with a category and you come up with as many um as many things that would fit that criteria as possible so ones we've done previously are named parts in the harry potter universe we have Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> or the actors who played name parts in the in the Harry Potter universe. We have done actors who won uh, best actor, not best supporting actor. We've done Tom Hanks films, the top grossing films of all time. Da 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 da. da, da. Or maybe not so grossing. We did the top rated films on IMDb. I think it was that one. So, we did that ridiculous Christmas one that Danny could have just gone all day on. None of us, none yeah. of us stood a chance. What was that one? Nothing from November to December. I literally just watched Christmas films. What was that category? Was it just a? It was um, the top rated. Oh, the top rated Christmas movies of all time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So this one, I went for a bit more comprehensive. I wanted to make sure everybody got a fair shake, no matter where your point of entry is. Um, I'm looking for literally any actor. I guess (laughs) name an actor. (laughs) Name a movie. I'm movie. I'm looking. For people who have won the Oscar for Best Director at the Oscars. Best Director at the Oscars. Um, I had a couple of thoughts about how I wanted to go about this. I'm going to go like this. Some people have won multiple Oscars. I'm going to let their name be up there for every Oscar they have won. We did so that with there, Best Actors. That's what I was going to ask. So there could be, so some, there could be some repeats. So what I will do is no matter who your answer is, whether they've won one Oscar or whether they've won four Oscars, I will say, yes, they won their first Oscar for blank in this year. And if you happen to know, that's not the one that I know him from. Great, you've got one in the bank. Conversely, if you're out, you can always just have a guess of a name you've already heard. It it, it provides a lifeline. So that's where I've decided to sit with this. 
Uh, first place for this round will get 10 points. Second place will get six. Third place will get four. Fourth place will get two. Fifth place will get one. Now, it feels like you might go, well, Brandon's already out of it. Not quite, because once you're done, if, if you win... You can shoot till you miss with a bonus point for each correct answer you get after that. So it's never really out of reach, depending on how you get around and do things. So while you guys take a couple seconds and think, and definitely not Google um, the, the, the best actor list, uh, I'm going to go ahead and flog my pod, if I may. So um, up on the BFE, uh, we should have just released This Is Spinal Tap coming out on... Um, on this past Tuesday, and um, I'm going to drop here. No one's allowed to tell Liam, but the week following, we're going to be doing Dirty Dancing. So that's going to be a big moment for him, I'm sure. Um, so there will be that one going on. We've got the Cinematic Council podcasts. We'll be releasing our midsummer kind of check-in progress. How's everything going in the summertime of the movie world? We're going to check in and do some of that. And if you haven't done so, we released BFE off script, where we literally just turned the mics on and we just started talking by actually popular demand so we're gonna hear you're gonna just talk nothing about movies and just about whatever it is we felt like talking about no script no plan how long are those episodes ian uh that one we tried to keep that one at about an hour but i think it went about an hour and 15 yeah <laughs> no yeah we I like your normal episodes can be up to like almost four hours we, sometimes on we, one movie we are the kings of the king size format i will absolutely yeah, give, no- give us that with no uh, constraints, I can imagine. Yeah, no, no, no. We just went, let's turn the mics on, because we'd already done a full review, and then we said, all right, we're turning the mics back on, and we just kind of went, what you want to talk about? I literally had no plan. I didn't even do the welcome, 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 welcome. I wanted it to feel different, so I didn't cut even off, do that. Cut off that 10 seconds. Yeah. So, yeah, that, that's what kept it below three hours. <laughs> I let someone else host for one. No, it wasn't that. So uh, all that stuff. And we always love, uh, we got a mailbag episode coming up next month. You have any questions about anything, movie-related, non-movie related? I like the ones not about movie-related more, I think. But just go ahead, ping us a tweet on the old Twitter, at Best Film of Her Pod, and please use the hashtag AskBFE. That way we know where to, well, we can direct Ethan where to find them. And even then it's 50-50. So, you know, <laughs> help me out, Danny. Yep, sorry. Yeah, you're fine. All right. How are we doing here? People feel like they got the starts of a list? Yeah, getting there. Okay. Directors are not my strong point. I'm okay. (laughs) There you go. I'm going to rearrange you in reverse order of the scores so it's easier for me. Uh, Peach just one point behind Stu, who's just three points behind. Somehow Danny's made his way back to the head of the table. So there we go. We'll take a look. Um, so please make note, if you repeat an answer that someone else has already given that doesn't have another Oscar win underneath their belt, that's going to knock you out, okay? So like LL Cool J said, who's going to knock you out? You're going to knock your own damn self out because you repeated something. I think something mama's going to knock you out. Well. <laughs> historically. What are... What are why are mamas getting all these, you know, accusations of domestic violence? What's going on there? <laughs> LL Cool J. Come on. Um, do you know what LL Cool J stands for? Ladies love Cool J. That's right. I guess Cool James. Bonus I think it's, point. Yeah. Bonus point. Bless <laughs> you. I would if I could. All right. So uh, let's go ahead. Are we good to get started? 
Sure. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No one's yeah. telling me not yeah. to. So here we go. Brandon from Namely 90s. First name. You got the entirety of cinematic history in front of me. I typed out all like 85 winners in alphabetical wow. order. Wow. Help me out. What, what you got? Show that uh, page again, Ian. You were in front of the <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just a screen cap there. Easy, easier right. to read. <laughs> uh, I'm just going to go with Steven Spielberg. Steven Spielberg. <laughs> I will, like I said, I will answer the same way for everybody. Steven Spielberg won his first Oscar in 1993 for Schindler's List. All right. Mindy. Mel Gibson. Mel Gibson. Mel Gibson won his first Oscar in 1995 for Braveheart. Pete. Uh, Francis Ford Coppola. It is here. I'm just looking for it. Francis Ford Coppola won his first Oscar in 1974 for The Godfather Part Two. Stu. Uh, Bong Joon-ho. Yep, that's right. Um, Bong Joon-ho won his first Oscar in 2019 for Parasite. Danny. Um, Peter Jackson. Peter Jackson won his first Oscar for the never-ending film The Lord of the Rings, The Return of the King in 2003. <laughs> uh, now we're back to Brandon. Um, Scorsese. Martin Scorsese won his first Oscar in 2006 for The Departed. <clears throat> Mindy. Uh, I'm going to say Francis Ford Coppola. Francis Ford Coppola has only won the one Oscar. No! So unfortunately, <laughs> gone. Oh, Savage, just like he had to. that. Uh, Pete, what you got? Shoot. Um, Jane, uh, Jane uh, Campion. Jane Campion won in 2021 for The Power of the Dog. Her first time. Yes. Um, Stu. Oh, I don't know if he won or not. I'm just throwing a stupid guess out there, but I think he did. Spike Lee. Just check this. Spike Lee has never won an Oscar. Uh, oh. So. Oh. I do. All right. So it's still round two. I mean, people are still. It, it could just be two people after two rounds if Danny can't make this happen. Let's see, Danny, what you got? Uh, James Cameron for Titanic or whatever. Just James Cameron, that that guy. <laughs> James Cameron was indeed the king of the world when he won his first Oscar for Titanic. So what that means is I'm going to give uh, two points to both people who have just been eliminated because uh, they sort of tie for fourth in that capacity. So I'm just making sure whoever got here. Stu is gone. Oh, he was so close to. And Mindy <laughs> is gone. All right. So um, here we go. Uh, Brandon, what you got? Uh, I'm going to go Spielberg again. Our first repeat. Steven Spielberg won his second Oscar in 1998 for Saving Private Ryan. Pete. Uh, Damien Chazelle for Moonlight. <laughs> <laughs> Get it? I do. <laughs> Damien Chazelle is the youngest director ever to win Best Director in 2016 with his first Oscar for La La Land. 
Danny. Um, Tom Hooper. Tom Hooper won his first Oscar in 2010 for The King's Speech. Brandon. That was a frame today. Uh, Spike Jones. <laughs> oh, that was brutal. Oh, is this the way? I don't want to do it like that. We'll do it. Like- do it like this. Is that going to work? That'll be as good as we can get, I think. Or can I do it like that? Is that less than the truth? There we go. That's better. All go. right. So, uh, Pete, you're up. What you got? Um, Inuritu. Not going to say the name. I think I know. I think I just, it's one of those Spanish double names. So. I N N. There, there we are. So Alejandro Gonzalez Inarritu won his first Oscar in 2014 for Birdman. Covered that on the pod. Yeah, Great yeah. movie. Love that movie. Um, Danny. I'm going to spell the surname sure. because I don't want to mispronounce it. Uh, Chloe Z-H-A-O, Chloe Zhao, who did who went on to do Eternals. I love how you said I don't want to mispronounce it, and then you spelled it, and then you said what it sounded like afterwards. I believe it's Chloe Zhao, I think. Zhao. Zhao or Zhao. Won her first Oscar in 2020 for Nomadland. Uh, Back up to Pete. Guillermo del Toro. Guillermo del Toro won his first Oscar in 2017 for The Shape of Water. Danny. Ang Lee. Ang Lee won his first Oscar in 2005 for Brokeback Mountain. Pete. Ang Lee. <laughs> Ang Lee won his second Oscar in 2012 for Life of Pi. Danny. Uh, Danny Boyle. Danny Boyle won his first Oscar in 2008 for Slumdog Millionaire. I forgot he directed that. He's got a, he's got a, a, a pedigree that is like he's quietly one of the best directors out there. His movies are amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Of a generation kind of after those those yeah. big ones we think of and the people who are like 15 years younger, he's in that group and he doesn't, that group after them doesn't seem to get as much recognition as as the, the sort of the pillars who've been around since the 70s. Yeah, you could go through his IMDb and yeah. just pick a movie you haven't seen before and watch it and it's a banger. Agreed. Um, who are we at here? Uh, you just did Slumdog Millionaire, if I recall. So I think it's Dan. Yes. Who no, did me. that? Was that Pete? So Danny, is it your go? I'm. Go- it's my my. Oh, sure. I'm sorry, Pete. Okay. <clears throat> I'm going to go with Inuritu again. Alejandro Gonzalez Inuritu won his second Oscar in 2015 for The Revenant. He did back to back. I had to double check to make sure I hadn't made a mistake. Back there. to back. Yep. He pulled the Tom Hanks, <laughs> but for directors. <laughs> uh, Danny. Uh, Robert Zemeckis. I'm going to ask you again. Can you say his name? And be very uh, careful how you say this. Zemeckis. Yes, that's correct. Upset of the year. <laughs> Although I do like the movie. 
Robert Zemeckis, 1994 for Forrest Gump. Yeah, you can make all the claims. As a, when I was younger, I was like, nah, man. Nah, I think Tarantino's got a, definitely got a, an axe to grind there. Yeah. Pulp Fiction losing. Well, the, direct, the direction. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. They're two very different movies. That's the, They're very different movies. Um, all right. Pete, you're up. Uh, Joel and Ethan Cohen, the Cohen brothers. Yeah, yeah. Um, I really struggled with do I give them separate? Do I put them together? In the end, I put them together. So Joel really? Cohen and Ethan Cohen, No Country for Old Men, 2007, their first Oscar. Um, Danny. Clint Eastwood. Clint Eastwood won his first Oscar in 1992 for Unforgiven. Catherine Bigelow. Catherine Bigelow won her first Oscar, the first ever by a, a woman in 2009 for The Hurt Locker. She also directed um, Point Break for what it's worth. <laughs> Roman Polanski. Very good. Roman Polanski won his first Oscar in 2002 for The Pianist. Really? Oh, that's surprising. Yep. Pete. <clears throat> Ron Howard. Ron Howard won his first Oscar in 2001 for A Beautiful Mind. Danny. Oliver Stone. Oliver Stone won his first Oscar in 1986 for Platoon. I think you're up, buddy. Okay. Anyone to go before you're ready? I know you got a lot of notes to take, I'm yeah, sure. Yeah, <laughs> okay. Starting to get into the weeds. Um, Mike Nichols. Very well done. Mike Nichols won his first Oscar in 1967 for The Graduate. Danny. We're not going Spielberg, but we're going to go Steven Soderbergh. Steven Soderbergh won his first Oscar in 2000 for Traffic. Pete. Milos Forman, one of my favorite movies. Milos Forman won his first Oscar in 1975 for One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Danny. I was going to say the exact same name. I'm going to do it again. Milos Forman won his second Oscar in 1984 for Amadeus. One of my other favorite movies. <laughs> <laughs> that was going to be my next note name. <laughs> Damn ye. Damn ye, Danny. All right. Um, William Friedkin. William Friedkin won his first Oscar in 1971 for The French Connection. Just a little uh, cheering on there. Debbie says, you guys are doing great. And Carlo's just saying that Pulp Fiction, I think uh, that's not greater than. He's saying Pulp Fiction leads to Forrest Gump. That's what he's saying there. <laughs> it's a natural, it's, it's, it's the same universe. That's what he's saying there. 
Um, I think the last answer given was Friedkins, so I think that makes Danny on deck, if I'm correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go with something musical, Bob Fosse. Well done, you. Bob Fosse won his first Oscar in 1972 for Cabaret. Oh. Uh, Billy Wilder. Love me some Billy Wilder. Billy Wilder won his first Oscar in 1945 for The Lost Weekend. Danny. Uh, Jonathan uh, Demme in, well, Jonathan Demme, D-E-M-M-E. Jonathan Demme won his first Oscar in 1991 for The Silence of the Lambs. One of the few Oscars to take the big five. So one of the three pictures to take the big five in the same year. I'm going to go with Robert Redford. Robert Redford won his first Oscar in 1980 for Ordinary People. It's almost a shame someone's got to lose this. This is magnificent. Danny. I'm going to butcher the surname again. I'm really sorry, and I hope you know who I'm going for. Um, Alfonso Cuaron. Cuaron, I would say, yeah. Cuaron. Alfonso Cuaron. Alfonso Cuaron won his first Oscar in 2013 for Gravity. Uh, If you're still there, Carlo, how to do on the pronunciation? (laughs) Alfonso Cuaron. Missed that one. Oh, Gravity? No, I've seen it. I was just... Oh, when you were thinking... Yeah, I got you. My list, yeah, that I I I didn't... I totally forgot Gravity and Quran on the early stuff or the newer stuff, I should say. Yeah. Um, I'm getting down to like the end of my list. I'm going to go with Oliver Stone again. Oliver Stone again. It's a guess. Oliver Stone won his second Oscar in 1989 for Born on the Fourth of July. <sighs> just, just for the record, Carlos says my pronunciation was perfect. Chef's kiss. Carlos <laughs> Quaron. Quaron. That was Quaron. Alfonso Quaron. Whose turn is it? My turn. All right, Danny. Um, I'm going to go with Alfonso Quaron again. Alfonso Quaron again is again correct for Roma in 2018. Was that the Netflix direct thing? Yeah. 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 That one I did miss. I haven't seen that yet. Yeah, I haven't seen that either. I think I just remember the discussion around like Netflix invading the Oscars because that's always been a very uh, sensitive topic. That was for the theaters. Theaters, oh yeah, yeah. We shall see. Pete. William Wilder. Uh, William. Not two different people. William Wilder would just be the actual. Sorry, what was the name you gave me? William Wilder. One more time, please. William Wilder. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna play my. I'm explain after what's happened, what sort of occurred there. But yes, I, I mean, he can come back in if I get this wrong. He can come back in if you get it wrong. Yes. Okay, so I'm gonna. There is no playing it safe, but I'm gonna go. Right, I always mess up which one's which. So this is this is a, a gamble, but I'm going to go for Richard Attenborough. Richard Attenborough won in 1982 for Gandhi. Wow. 
So well done there. Uh, I'm going to explain what occurred. Uh, I know. Do you know? Um, <laughs> pronunciation. Not, not pronunciation. This wasn't a pronunciation thing at all. I know. I'm, I'm sitting there going, why didn't I? I know it's Weiler. Yeah. Oh, okay. There is William Weiler and then Billy Wilder. And once you said two different people, I went, I can't give you the Billy because I don't think he actually was born William because he's he's um, Austrian or German immigrant, I believe. So that's where that kind of fell apart. Danny, out of curiosity, can you shoot TMS, buddy? Um, I'm I, I'm pretty certain I had Sam Mendes. Yep. Uh, Clint Eastwood again. Yep. Million Dollar Baby. Kevin Costner. Yep. Dances with Wolves. Oh, yeah. Dances with Wolves. Woody Allen. Yep. Annie Hall. Um, and then the last one I had was Robert Benton. 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 Yeah. Kramer versus Kramer. And that was oh, it. Wow. That was no it. More after that. All right. So. Uh, it's so much easier when I'm in the back room. I mean, really, I'm just sitting here and they're all coming to mind. I was so angry. <laughs> And, yeah, um, I, I don't know a ton of like classic cinema stuff, and I'm starting to get into more of it. I bought, bought a bunch of old like black and white stuff on the Criterion sale. Oh, cool! And I'm looking at like some of these directors. I'm like, is this the same guy? I didn't even know that their names were spelled the same or differently. Yeah, just some big ones that could have been hit for what it's worth. Um, Warren Beatty. Warren Beatty. Right. For Dick Tracy, of course. Yeah, for Dick Tracy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Frank Capra, who's like Capra-esque, it's Wonderful Life, all that stuff. He won three, so there was oh, some. There's wow. some who won, like John Ford won four, but no one knows who John Ford is. But Frank Capra, do. oh, do you really? Well, he won four, so you could have just like parked the bus on that name and just done it for like a half hour. <laughs> um, who else do we have here? We've got Howard Hawks down there. Is who? Howard Hawks. Howard Hawks. No, yeah. no. Uh, Sam Mendes was said. Uh, was Hitchcock on that? Because I don't think yeah, Hitch- I Hitchcock never Hitchcock never won an Oscar. Won. Yeah, De Palma. Nope, no De Palma. Really? Um, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, so actually, you guys got most of the big ones. You're gonna kick yourself, maybe though, Pete, because Billy Wilder won a second. Oh, okay. He won for the apartment in 1960 as well. So ah, I, just, I just watched that last week. I loved it. Did you? <laughs> <laughs> so there we go. So, as is our show, so where are we at with scores on the doors? Uh, I mean, it finished with Brandon in fifth place, Mindy in fourth, Stu in third, Pete with a late charge taking it to second. But number one with a bullet, and as always, wasn't close to the time he lapped the field at the end. Danny from It's a Musical podcast, our undisputed king of cinema. Our Raja of the real. Well done, sir. I'll see you in eight months. <laughs> <laughs> That's basically it, isn't it? Yeah, let, let me know next time Danny's not on for me to come on. Yeah. We, <laughs> I, I'd, we I'd were, like to come now, on if George is on again. We were supposed to have we were supposed to have uh, Ed from the Film Effect Podcast. Unfortunately, in between scheduling it and then coming on, uh, life is sometimes gets in the way. So we are still looking forward to our Danny versus uh, Ed ladder match. We have both belts up above. Oh, yeah, and we'll yeah. need some people for, for collateral damage for that one as well. <laughs> So I was curious. Oh, I didn't get to face Georgia. You get to face Georgia. Yeah, there might be a reason for that. <laughs> but yeah, maybe we'll do. Maybe we'll do one of those things like when you do Survivor and you get people who finished fifth, or just get all of them together and let them have a go at it and see. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to Danny and Pete. I was impressed. You guys really. That was a good run. 
impressive. Yeah, they they were going, and I was like, I've never even heard of these. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you you were saying people I never heard of, like you were doing older films, and I was stuck quite modern with a few older ones. And when everyone else was saying something new, I was like, no, because people seem to know older ones. <laughs> yeah, if you would have done uh, 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 what supporting actors, I'd be out. Director is it's easy to remember. Hey, well, there you go. Everyone's got their sort of uh, the place in their brain sort of naturally goes to. I'm going to run out of categories. Huh? <laughs> Says <Yeah>. you. <laughs> well, you know. then, then again, I haven't seen uh, Endgame or um, Infinity War yet either. Oh, we did that, didn't we? Every named character in Endgame. Why am I not on the episodes where it's naming Marvel characters? I know. I listened to that episode and I was like, wow. Uh, That is very centric to one specific type of, of film podcast or film watcher. So it depends. I mean, sometimes if they're there, I, uh, yeah, I could go for it. But sometimes, no. Uh, <laughs> Invite me back for named characters in the Friday the Thirteenth franchise. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. If you know, if, if you know, if you know, if you know me and my. Uh, and my horror um, aversion, that's definitely not going to happen. Turns out Billy Wilder's uh, given name is Samuel Wilder. Thanks a lot, Carlo, yeah, for backing yeah. that up. J.J. Abrams, never never even nominated, I think, Richard. I don't think so. Oh, how about Michael Curtis? Uh, yeah, I think so. Of course. Now I get him. That's, <laughs> that, that, that's a Curtis with a, with, with a K, yeah? No. This is what He did Casablanca. Oh, yeah, he won. I typed that out. So, yeah, I remember typing outside Casablanca. So, yeah, he definitely won for that. I'm just going to get my sheets. Yeah, Michael Curtis or Curtis, 1943. Yeah, next time let's do an all John Ford. (laughs) All old Westerns. Yeah. Right. Oh, jeez. That well, Roma's still in there. Sorry. I want to thank everybody for coming on out today. We ran a little bit longer than usual, but it was a lot of fun. I hope everybody had a good time. Gladly have each and every one of you back on again but if you're out there and you're going i could have a crack at danny first off you're wrong but if you feel <laughs> like you could i i hold myself in pretty high esteem i don't know if i'd volunteer for this challenge it's a pretty it's a pretty tall order here so if you've got it in you to take on danny and ed or any of the rest of of our regulars who come out for your quizzletainment get a hold of me at best some of her pod on the twitter uh, it helps if you engage with you know on a semi-regular basis don't just go i want to be on your quiz and then you don't engage with anything ever it just goes won't be on your quiz because <laughs> then it doesn't make me want to put you on the quiz but so you know just engage a little bit it's a community be part of the community there's more than one seat at the table uh thanks to danny to Stu, to pete to mindy to brandon from all of us at best film ever uh my name is benny and we'll catch you on the flippity flap where someone goes to flippity flip. On the flippity flip flop. <laughs>